Hello, and welcome once again to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view of the artists chosen by God to use their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. Our guest is a keyboardist producer who is well sought after in the gospel music industry and who takes a pure delight in praising the Lord. And his name is Clay Bogle. This is Music with the Mission. I'm Derek Davis, and this is pretty exciting. For the first time, we are not in our normal studio. We are actually 
in the recording studio here at TSC, where our guest is no stranger, and his name is Clay Bogan. Clay, great to have you on Music with a Mission. Great to be here, Derek. Now, Clay, let's just dive right in and start from the beginning. Where did your love for the 88s begin? Let's start there. Well, um, from what I'm told, my my because uh, I really don't come from a musical family, so that's one you thing. You don't? No, well, my dad has one of those quartet groups in South Jersey. Okay. And so that's the extent of it. I really didn't have a musical legacy. So I used to just, I love music. My mom said, uh, I have a picture actually that uh, if I cried, the, the one thing that would stop me from crying are if they put headphones on my head. And, okay. And I would enjoy that. So okay. I, I always had this love for music. And we had a little piano at home, like an upright piano at home. Yeah. And I would kind of play things by ear, whatever I heard. And then uh, from there, I must have been about eight or nine when I started taking lessons. Okay. And when did you take it seriously? I would say in probably in high school, in the beginning of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I, I would play, you know, I played in one of those Baptist churches, and, you know, I think anybody that came from a small Baptist church, if you had any potential to do anything, they'll, they they'll made ask you, do you to do it. Sure, right? sure. And so I think I was 11 or 12 when I started playing for the youth choir. At my church. And would you play organ? Yeah, I played organ. Yeah, I remember, and we're talking about the traditional church and the Baptist church and the old-time church. I remember the organ being an integral part of worship service in the traditional church. Were you the type of uh, organist that kind of complimented the preacher when he preached? Yeah. I came from the Baptist setting. Yeah, you know, you had to kind of back up the preacher. And so the preacher would say, and would, God said, and, and God you would go, said, <laughs> Yeah, you kind of... <laughs> kind of give all the uh, all the power chords to complement that. How how did you do that? Was that Holy Ghost led? I've always wanted to know. You know, you kind of it's, it's a learned behavior. It's a, a sense, learned yeah, behavior. in a sense. Okay. as far as musical behavior, that okay. is that you you uh, see other people do it, and so you kind of you feel the holes. So I whatever they say, good. you just kind of feel while they're breathing. Right, you take, you take, <laughs> take liberty to kind of be the soundtrack. That is so interesting. Do you know where and when that style of playing started? I have not a clue. I have not a clue. It's just one of those things. Yeah. And, and you know, like I said, while the preacher's taking a break, you know, <laughs> breathing, it's, it, we, we need music here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you think that had anything to do with praise and worship? No, 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 no. Um, praise, praise and worship actually was a movement that became, from what I understand, in the 60s that's now become popular. It started more in the 80s and 90s where music became a little more uh, diverse. Mm-hmm. You know, you had more or less the the African American culture mm-hmm. had their music. Mm-hmm. The uh, the the others, you know, Anglo community had their music. Mm-hmm. So it was that thing. So their music kind of tended more to have more rock and more pop sounds, mm-hmm. and then they just kind of took the word and came up with this genre in the sense of praise and worship. Yeah. And so now it's just kind of bleeded over. And in, and in the 80s, you know, the, the African-American churches, they started saying, hey, you know, this is kind of cool. It's, you know, they, they started listening to Ron Canoli. Ron Canoli actually became the guy right. who right. was the bridge. to it's From the traditional to praise and worship. Right. You know, I see very yeah, good. Hey, this is a, it's a black guy singing <laughs> <laughs> praise and worship. What is this about? Okay. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think, that, you know, that's that's a history in itself. Now, you're very sought after in the Christian music world by some very well-known ministers of music, are you not? I was just telling somebody this the other day. I've been music doing music full-time for about 15 years now. Wow. And then a few years beyond that, I was, you know, playing in churches, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I had a great 
I'm almost like Forrest Gump. I was always in in the right place at the right time. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and I'm a part of a lot of people's uh, development, if you will. Okay. Uh, I've, I've had the pleasure of being part of that. So, well so, sought after. I'm not sure if I. Oh, am. sure you are. <laughs> who, who have you played with? Oh wow, I'm always bad at this, but um, I played with Israel Newbreed for some time. Okay. I um I played with Dinah McClurkin, mm-hmm. uh, Mary Mary. Mm. Um, I played also. I, I used to be. One of the musicians Sony would hire to do a lot of the showcases. So within that, I've worked with Destiny's Child and Beyonce. I see. So you've worked secular uh, as well. Yes. Uh, I've done that for a number of years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, So, yeah, pretty much your who's who in the gospel uh, genre I've I've worked with. How does playing with Israel differ from, say, Donnie McClurkin? Or I understand you played with uh, Martha Munizzi as well. Martha and yes, Mary how, Leslie. How does playing with one artist differ from the other, and how do you prepare as a Christian musician to play with artists of different styles? Well, those artists in particular, they're very similar, um, very similar approach. Uh, Which Israel is? is more. Israel's style is is much more driving in the sense musically. Okay, musically it has like, what? like for instance. Donnie and Martha are more gospel driven. Israel is more pop. Like he's a mixture between he's a fusion between like Earth, Wind, and Fire mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Coldplay. Okay, okay, okay. So is you know, the... right, right. That's that's kind of a that's more the Coldplay side of it. But he's a big Andre Crouch fan, mm-hmm. old school Andre Crouch fan. So you mm-hmm. hear a little bit of that in his music. Mm-hmm. Um, Donnie is just church. Somebody like Martha, she's just more of a gospel, uh, which she's kind of shifting her sound as well. Until, kind of CCM, right? Not as CCM. No, CCM. CCM is like Chris Tomlin, for instance. Right. This just it's simple, but yet has a lot of depth. Weighty. So it's very weighty, but. In, lyrically and musically, not that gospel isn't, mm-hmm. but it's just the approach is not performance-driven in CCM. So you said not that gospel isn't, but apparently it isn't. I think gospel and the people that listen to gospel, they love, uh, they they have an appreciation for performance. They have an appreciation to hear, you know, great singing and, and heartfelt singing and soul. They want to hear your soul. Okay. Um, with CCM, it's not as important. I see very good. CCM is is more is more about the content, more about the tones. You know, it's it's you know coming from a different direction, but doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, saying the same thing is just you know they, their audience is more apt to the CCM audience. That is, they're just more apt to just connect with the song itself and not so I much see. the performance. Okay, w- what do you see as more important? Content. Mm-hmm. To me, you can play a song piano wise and it should have the same effect as the band if the band played or if sure. if you know whether who whoever sung it so a song mm-hmm. like how great is our god mm-hmm. works in any in any genre it works in any location it yeah. works in every language yeah. Yeah. um so a song like that is a great great song mm-hmm. because it's it just it has it's simple it has depth and so I, I think the most important, and, and any song that points people to God and points people to his heart, I think that's important. What do you listen to? 
Well, as as a music director, I have to listen to most mostly the music. That yeah, but I personally, listen. what do you listen? to? Uh, I listen to a lot of CCM you stuff. Do? Okay. Um, I, you know, I'm more inclined to that that type of stuff. No kidding. Yeah, I, I love even it. from a gospel background, you've kind of veered off into CCM. I've always enjoyed CCM music. Okay, but now you know, I, I really enjoy like your Chris Tomlins. I really, really like Chris Tomlins. What do you like about it, so? Chris again, Chris is um, somebody like him. It's just it's his lyrics are just. I mean, they're simple, word-based, and I just connect with them immediately. Okay. I don't, I don't, it doesn't, I don't. You so know, you I, prefer the simplicity of the gospel and lyrics as opposed to something that's clever and catchy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I like music. I like, you know, I, I listen to everything. As an engineer, CCM music, I love the tones. Mm-hmm. So I listen to all the guitar tones and mm-hmm. the the organ tones and especially the drum tones. I like, I like you know, just all that goes along with that, all the work that goes along with that, the strings and everything that goes, you know, they they get string budgets. And yeah, music. right, right. Uh, gospel, I, I enjoy as much gospel, you know, um, I mean, the, the new Israel project is, mm-hmm. is great. It's, it's, it's a fusion. Israel, again, he, he can, he, you know, I, I was with him in the beginning where he had to stick to a particular style of playing. Now mm-hmm. he can venture off and do whatever he wants, and it's yeah. great. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. The reason I ask is because we have gotten very clever, I think, in the music ministry and and trying to catch people's attention, especially non-believers, and drawing them onto Christ into the music that we love by catchy lyrics and Mm -hmm. clever metaphors. But you're saying the simplicity of it is more effective. Someone may argue with you about that and say it may be boring. Well, if I sat here and used... Every big word I can think of mm-hmm. to explain God and my love for music, and if I just I, I limit now the people who listen to what I say. Yeah, I you know I feel like the, the easier and simpler that we we can express the music and the lyrics is far reaching, and that's to me music should be far reaching. Okay. We should we shouldn't just limit music to one box or to one group of people or people or to one culture mm-hmm. it should definitely have an element where it's far reaching so even you know, I, I of course you know i come here to times square and and what they do is perfect as well as the churches that i work for and, and the people i work for our goal is to be far reaching so our approach with the music our approach is you know i may have it may be a gospel session um but we may use some element to you know, to kind of make the person who likes rock or pop make them feel comfortable, and we may use some element with the maybe with the vocal arrangement where the people who listen to gospel they can they can appreciate the the music or appreciate the arrangement. Universal, so, yeah. So it's much more universal. But the goal is to be far reaching. Understood, understood. Now, at times you go on the road being sought after. No, yeah, at times. What about life on the road for a Christian musician? Obviously, there are some similarities uh, to the secular musician, mm-hmm. but I would pray and hope and pray that there are some differences. Are there? Well, whenever I do anything, it's an assignment. So whether I like, whether I want to be on the road or whether I don't, it's an assignment. So I know there's a purpose for me to be there, and, and so I'm always searching that. You know, God, why do you have me with these people? <laughs> Number mm-hmm. one, God, why do you have me in this, lo- this in this region, in this location? Mm-hmm. And so my... My my part, you know, I take it serious. It's just not any other gig. Even being here, it, to me, is an assignment. Mm. Um, so you know, I've I've done stuff for free because you know it's, it's the an assignment. assignment. Sure. So the Lord always, um, he always makes the difference, whatever that is. Mm. So um, 
So for for a Christian musician, I think that's the right approach is, you know, the assignment aspect of it. But what happens on the road, Clay? I mean, um... Um, you know, I used to work for a gentleman named Buster Soares, and, and when I worked for him, he... In uh, New Brunswick. Yeah, yeah. He, he had a record company called Proclaim, and so I interned for him for a short time. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he said still sticks with me is that people are never ready for success. Mm-hmm. You never can prepare people for the next level. What did he mean by that? Well, you know, what happens is, especially for artists, from the, from the artist's perspective, a lot of artists... They, you know, they they start off in studios like this, and mm-hmm. there's just such a drive to to minister, and there's such a drive to reach people. Mm-hmm. And then, as soon as people starts pulling on their demand, uh, or people starts pulling on on their gift, and and you know gives gives them no space to be themselves anymore, mm-hmm. they turn into a different person. No one ever prepares that person for that transition. What do you think would prepare a person for that? I think. Um, you know, any art, I mean, I, the many artists I've worked with, it, it's great. I, almost everybody I've ever worked with, I have a relationship with, mm-hmm. except, you know, your Beyonce's. Right. <laughs> but And uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> but but the, uh, the one thing I've seen that's been great for people who stay grounded is if they have a good family unit, parents, mm-hmm. uh, auntie, you yeah. know, somebody that can still tell them they stuff stink right and, <laughs> and take out the garbage <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. You know, hey clean your room whatever. sure sure you know, people that can keep them grounded yeah and also having a mentor that's been there already and mm-hmm. that's the i think the industry gospel and mainstream in, in, industries lack mentors mm. they, they lack people who can really tell them the truth yeah and yeah. so i think that's the problem is that a lot of artists and musicians now you know they people you know people feed your ego you always need people feeding your ego and and so it's 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 a tough transition that that's never talked about or um you know i I think i think every new artist there should be a camp i always talked i mean i've had this conversation with other artists Mm -hmm. that and who wish they had this you know somebody gave them the talk on how to work their money you know things like that you know who who should really should be getting a cut and make sure you write your own checks Mm -hmm. there should be something for new artists that helps them with that transition. Yeah, you mentioned ego, and I've always heard ego described as easing God out. <laughs> Not to sound super spiritual, That's but right. do you think that it is impossible to do it alone? I, mean, I, I think if you have a devotional life. Right, and, that's my know, point. Yeah, if you have, definitely, if you pray and you have a devotional life and you read your word, mm-hmm. absolutely you can do this on your okay. own. You know, okay. you, you stay you stay grounded. Yeah. You know, there's not, you know, I, yeah. I, and I know, again, and, and I'm, some of the people that we've mentioned who are very, very well grounded and, mm-hmm. and they have, you know, you, you mentioned Israel. Israel, is, you know, has accountability you know, people that are he's accountable to mm-hmm. and a lot of his decisions he's make. And, and the people who we travel with, they also help him. Um, you know, hey, he is, you know, maybe. Yeah. You know, yeah. But but um, but he's he's like a, somebody who's I think is a general in that because he's the same person who I met 10 years ago nice. to now because nice. of the people who he keeps around. Him. Yeah. But you write songs, too. right? I do. Yeah. For other artists. Have you? Yes. Not? Yes. yes. Who have you written for? Um, Hezekiah Walker. No kidding. Actually, my very, very first hit, if you will, yeah, I wrote. Um, uh, yeah. I will go in Jesus' name. Yes, yes. That, that became a. Uh, it had some legs at the time in, uh-huh, in the nineties. Uh-huh. But um, I've written for a lot of more independent artists um, more than anything else. Uh, I was at Bishop Seawright's church 
for in abundant life family worship abundant life mm-hmm. and for 15 years so mm-hmm. we did three albums and i wrote a slew of songs for that really well let's listen to one shall we from the cd make your presence known the song is called been good and it's produced by our guest clay bogan on music with a mission TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission from the CD Make Your Presence Known, Bishop George C. Wright and Royal Priesthood, and the song is Been Good. Just a little taste of that, produced by our guest, Clay Bogan, one of the many songs produced by our guest who has worked with many in the gospel music industry. Yeah, I, I've been blessed to, uh, to work with a lot of people. Understood. What could you play for us now that you've written? Well, you guys know is that day. Um, and you wrote this song? I wrote that day. Music Radio's Music with a Mission and the song That Day, written by our guest, Clay Bogan. And you can hear that right here at Times Square Church. Great song, Clay. Thank you. That's, Great song. That was one of those songs that uh, I, uh, I'm i a seasonal writer. You know, I, Seasonal I, writer? Yeah, it's like I can't, if you ask me to write a song about, uh, about your tie, I'm like, okay, give me four months. I uh, and I actually write better when you're when I'm in the middle of a project. I see your point. And so, so if I, if I'm in the middle of a project and we have a theme, mm-hmm. and that you know, of course, Christmas is easy. 
Um, and we while we were we were in production mode, um, I was like, man, it'd be cool to do a, a song that's you know kind of a CCM kind of flavor. Okay. And so uh, yeah, so it was one of those. I fell asleep and woke up with the chorus. Oh, really? And wrote the song. You know, I took a shower, wrote the verse, came here, and uh, and we we had some type of meeting here. So yeah, Misty came up with Jess. And I said, hey, I need somebody to demo this song. And so I said, well, Jess, you try it. And she became the one on, really? on the project. And then it just came together. I think I think we did the music in like three days later. And nice. it, all, it all came. When the Lord is in yeah. it, it just happens like that, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I like when he's in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> it makes it that much easier. Oh, gosh. You, you, you said you worked with some secular artists as well. Mm-hmm. Um, who? Well, yeah, I worked with, uh, man, Destiny's Child would be uh, everyone everybody would know. This little group called 3LW, which these girls came out to be the Cheetah Girls. Okay. Uh, I was their music director. Um, Jagged Edge was a well-known group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there's another I, girl named Jade Anderson. She's the daughter of John Anderson from Yes. Oh, okay. Her music director. Okay, okay. I've asked other musicians this before. So uh, you're in good company, I think. When doing secular music and you are saved, I know you said it's a job, mm-hmm. but some songs you know may not be exactly to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I mean, you, I mean, you're the keyboardist on a song that's uh, maybe a little sexually suggestive or maybe party-oriented. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Well... But one thing people don't know about me is that I've said no more than I've said yes okay. to a lot of stuff. Okay. Depending, you know, on, on the climate of my life and depending on, uh, uh, I would treat it like a job. It's mm-hmm. really, you know, I go in like, and I think everybody works, you know, besides the people that work here at TSC, you, if you work for McDonald's, you're working for a secular environment. It doesn't yeah. change who you are. It's just your job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. So I, so for me, it never really affected me spiritually and 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 I was always the 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 salt if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was always the guy. I people knew that I was a Christian. I didn't curse. I didn't do anything what everybody else was doing. Mm-hmm. I just came in and did my job, mm-hmm. did it well. And you know, one of the things I teach even guys now is like, "Hey, if that's what you want to do, make sure and this may sound strange, make sure you're anointed to do that." Ah. <laughs> I mean, anointed sense. to be the light in that <laughs> right. environment to, to handle that environment because mm-hmm. uh, it's tough. It's tough, especially if you have weaknesses. And I, I and that's the other thing I tell guys: Hey, if you if you know you have weaknesses, known weaknesses, yeah, if you have weaknesses with ladies, if you have weaknesses with drugs yeah. or alcohol, yeah. that's not the place for you to be. Sure. Just like if if you uh, have a weakness with. Uh, if you're on a diet, you shouldn't probably work at Cold Stone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you have a problem with sweets, that's probably not the job yeah, you should no, work. Yeah, no, no. Understood. So Understood. I had the pleasure of working with some great people. And also, and still, some of these people who you know, I see today, they remember me because I was the guy who I didn't do anything. I wasn't, you know, everybody after a show, they wanted to go drink or whatever. Yeah. But you were, my the, room. you were the man of integrity. Yeah, absolutely. And they remember that integrity. Absolutely. So, you know, and I was always the guy. If there was something going wrong, I was the guy. That they would come to and ask to pray. Yeah, could you pray (laughs) for me? Sure. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, so I, I, me personally, it was a job for me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, nowadays I don't do them at all. 
Okay. Um, okay. And I'm very selective. If I have to, I'm very selective. Yeah. Uh, with the type of music or people who I gospel too, I have to mm-hmm. say. Um, I'm very selective with who I work with because it's, it's an assignment. And you gain that respect when you are selective, do you not? Absolutely. A uh, lot of genres of gospel music nowadays. Mm-hmm. We've got Christian hip-hop. We've got Christian R&B. We've got Christian jazz. We've got Christian rock. What do you think about the genres of music in Christendom? I think it's great that there's different genres. Um, I, I, well, one of the things I think, of course, like if you order... A pizza, you order, you you we want the pizza the way you like to eat it, yeah. and so and and how you've learned that is probably how your dad ate it, and right. how you know, right. you know whomever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I think you know there should be an appreciation for all genres. But one of the things I you know I wanted, I'm also careful, especially in music genres that appeal to a younger generation. Okay, I think sometimes when we put a title on it you limit it a title like what holy hip-hop for instance okay you don't like that title um th- i think you limit the opportunity for people outside of the church to listen to it so you're saying if they if we put the name holy or christian in front of a genre it will limit people from listening to it i i think so i think if i think if you have somebody who's a jay-z fan yeah I think the same person that listens to Jay-Z needs to listen to Cross Movement. Let's say Jay-Z sung a, a Christian song. Yeah. Well. Or, or, or not crazy. Or let's say he did a Christian rap. But you wouldn't <laughs> buy his album. Of course, because Jay-Z's not known for that. He's known for rapping about right. girls and drugs. But if, you, and but if you put Holy on it, you might buy it, right? Holy Jay-Z? Holy hip-hop. Oh, oh, okay. You might be more inclined. But, of course, because okay, that's but the what other I way, to. But the other way around, it won't. So if, if you put whole hip-hop on, on on a Jay-Z album, yeah. th- the people who, who listen to Jay-Z, because it says holy, you limit it. So you're saying, so I, so so I, you're saying if I want to put out a, uh, let's say I have a new genre of music that I want to put out called new jazz gospel. Mm-hmm. Just put it out as new jazz. Put out new jazz and still keep the same message. But there will be some who may argue with you and say that how can we distinguish ourselves from the world if we're just labeling ourselves the same as the world? If Jesus was on this earth, where would he be hanging out? He'd be hanging out. He won't be in church. No, he'd be with the prostitutes and the tax collectors and he'd be with, you know, the the lowest of the low and the worst of the worst. And I think that's who we need to reach. That's where our, our music needs to be focused is wherever he would be. That's where it needs to be. When Jesus is in the room, you wouldn't have to say, "Hey, this is Jesus." You know it is, and so, so I don't think music it has not all music, like a jazz artist, for instance. I, I think if if they're Christian and they play jazz, yeah. they play jazz music. It's not it's not Christian jazz. It's mm. jazz music with with a Christian message. Mm. That's just my thought. Well, your thought is valid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever listen to secular music? Rarely, mm-hmm. it's just not. Um, like I, I, I'm a, a music director for a church, and I really try to feed my my soul with music. That there are some Christians who do listen to secular music, and I've had Christians come up to me and say, "Look, I like love songs, mm-hmm. like genuine love songs that talk about love between a man and a woman." I think here's one thing I think gospel artists are missing out. If anybody that should sing about love songs are people that know the Lord. Mm. There's a guy named Chris Rice. Um, he, he writes, he's a CCM artist, but he writes beautiful love songs, and a lot of them are on the radio. Okay. Um, 
And that's you know, I heard him say that. It's like, hey, I, I love the Lord. I, I, the guy who who's I know the Creator. I know you know I, I I have a relationship with God, and I and I'm well aware of his of his word, and and I should be the one to express his love not only to him, but I should be able to express his love to to my wife and to and people should be able to express his love their love to their girlfriend or boyfriends in the healthy way. But why can't we be the ones to write about it? We should be the ones to write healthy love songs. Mm. So, God is love. We yeah. love him. He loves us. It's, Who's more qualified? Exactly. You know, if people have, if again, if they can handle listening to different types styles of music, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. For instance, there there are some artists that I like. I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> There's some artists who I think they have a great art. You know, I like I like their art. I won't buy their albums though. Um, and we're going to talk more about that when we come back. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, Clay. Okay. We're going to talk more music, and we're going to find out who you really listen to <laughs> when music with a mission continues. <laughs> God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is a husband to the widow. God is the one with your God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church. The Gospel of Matthew, chapter 23 and verse 37, bears some ominous words. Jesus Christ was standing outside of Jerusalem, and there was such a grief in his heart. And he says, Oh, Jerusalem, you have so scorned those that I've sent to you. And I so wanted to gather your children together, just as a hen would gather her chickens under her wings, but you wouldn't come. He was crying to a people who were about to face incredible hardship, and yet they were unaware of what was coming their way in the future. I can't help but wonder, as we are calling on God's behalf New York City to prayer, is it possible that that same cry is in the heart of God? Is it possible, New York City, that we're facing something that we're going to need divine strength? There's only one way you can really know. You have to say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. It's time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. It's TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis having a great conversation with Clay Bogan, the producer keyboardist and a pretty good guy. <laughs> thank you. You as well. Yeah, thank you, sir. Um, before the break, we were talking about saved people listening to secular music, and you were talking about love songs. You mentioned an artist, Chris Rice, wasn't mm-hmm, it? Yes. Who is a saved believer and who writes love songs about men and women. What about instrumental songs, instrumental secular artists that we may want to play for atmosphere or ambiance yeah I, I think that again that's um like i i used to listen to a lot of fusion jazz and i stopped like who especially the guys that are piano players you know they're herbie hancocks sure. chick Corea's, yeah. and your bobby lyles mm-hmm. and why did you stop after a while i started feeling dark pat Metheny's another one i used to love pat Metheny yellow jackets no kidding and 
it, it just is, as you grow in Christ, you become more sensitive. You can feel the spirit behind what they're doing. Mm. So I I made a decision years ago that this is not music that I can I can't keep it as a diet. You know, I listen to good. it as you know as as some you know there's some artists that are great out there for appreciation for technique, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of keep my ears you know a little current with what's happening. Mm-hmm. I may lend my ear to some of that, but there's some stuff that I'm I'm like that doesn't feel like it used to feel to me. Sure, you know because you're grown before. in Christ, right? And so it's just you know so I think even you know even the stuff that you watch you know just as you grow in Christ mm-hmm. and especially if you're creative you become more sensitive to the things that are around you, and especially as a musician in, in, in the calling that I've, I've, I handle, in a sense, as being a minstrel, is, is being sensitive to everything I listen to. So, so there's, some, there's some instrumental stuff that I just, it just it feels a little dark to me. Do love songs ever feel dark to you? Um, a, good, a good song um, yeah. is, to me, you know, whether you're singing about love or you're singing about Family, or you're singing about your dog. You know, a good song is a good song. Um, mm-hmm. um, there, there's some artists like, uh, uh, I mean, no, there's there's Coldplay and U2 and all this. They 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 have some. Their their themes aren't bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music is pretty cool. It's just, it's not my again my diet that I listen to, but there's some things that I take from that as a producer and as a writer. If I'm to understand you correctly, as you mature, your taste for that type of music just falls away, away anyway. And I think I think there's some great substitutes for for that. I think, you know, I think whatever genre you listen to, I think there's a Christian artist that can suit that need. Sure. I, I absolutely believe mm-hmm. that. If you appreciate a lady, lady Gaga, for instance, mm-hmm. then you should be able to find there's there's a gospel artist out there who has maybe the same vocal execution mm-hmm. and similar production style but singing about the word and singing about the love of God and it's so interesting to say the production style it, I can remember maybe about 15 years ago when Christian hip hop was first coming on the scene and and the big the big complaint was like it's not hard enough like real hip hop yeah i think you know? i think still there's some uh, i still think the john i think the production style even now is still a little behind um, you do yeah and there's a, there's a few out there that are doing it they're yeah. conquering it yeah but it's still overall, you know, Christian hip hop, if we can still call it that, um, it doesn't sell well. It doesn't sell well at all, yeah. and it, and it's it's a genre that's really has been dying in a sense. Yeah. Um, you know, they they may sell twenty thousand units, yeah. which is nothing now. If sure. if that's a that's a that's a successful album, yeah. you know, for some. Yeah. Um. So but, I mean, the same thing held true for maybe even rock. No, I mean, the, well, the, more 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 hip hop and R and B. Rock is you know a rock. It, rock is rock. Is yeah. What you're and so the, the the same elements they use, the, the, the as far as hip hop and and R and B, you know this certain styles and movements and hip hop now especially in mainstream it comes out so fast so mm-hmm. they could do a song and you know a song they can do a song in the studio tonight and it'll be out in two months and three months later it'll be obsolete and it'll be a hit and no well I mean yeah, there's that element too mm-hmm. um, but in gospel and Christian it takes six months or longer for a project to come out. So I, I think I think that's the divide is that it takes so much longer for our music to come out and by the and time it does come out it may them. be obsolete yeah because exactly. because styles change so quickly. Exactly. What are we going to do? You know what? I really think that one of the things I, I've been saying, and, and I don't know why I feel this, um, but 
I really feel like this next generation is the most important generation to to Christendom. Why? Because of the way the the world is going. It's not good. <laughs> you know, I, I have four kids and my youngest is two and I'm praying that he can be a voice in, in this in the in next, these last days and yeah. times. Um and I think the music is is one of the key elements for the next generation. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I, of course the word, but it's church in, in general, and I'm not going to go too far left in this in this subject. Please, but, go left. <laughs> I know everybody wants me to, but I'm not going to. <laughs> no, but, but church is not what it used to be. Okay. You know, when we're talking 200 years, you know, within the last 200 years, but, you know, from, and even music now, you know, it's not even what it used to be. But church is now, you know, it used to be, and I guess 30 years ago, you know, you had a few churches in your community. Now everybody has a church, and, yeah. and now churches on on internet yeah. so it's so now with technology and and I'm seeing the progression now with the younger generation taking taking a liking to the technology and it, and I think our technology in the church itself is going to help so, so where do you where do you think music fits into all of that music I think as far as the message music is just as key as getting the message to the next generation Sure. Exactly. But what you were talking about technology is so interesting. I remember when the, when the internet first came out mm-hmm. and how much of a scourge it was, you know, and mm-hmm. it was like, you know, this is the spawn of the enemy, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then we realized that we could use this as a tool, a ministry tool, okay. and, and it became very, very effective. So I understand exactly uh, what you're talking about as far as the technology. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, I, think, I think it's going to be what's going to make the difference. In it. Yeah, yes. it's like fire. Fire can be used as a, as a good thing or it can be used as a bad thing. Exactly. What do you have coming up now, Clay? We're actually in, in production and uh, working for the next choir project, okay. um, which is going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. it's taking us a little bit of time because we want it right. Well, sure. <laughs> you know, well, so. Sure. Um, and so we, you know, we're writing some great songs, and the arrangements are really cool. So we're actually just getting into the thick of that now. Uh, as well as I just completed, uh, I completed a project uh, of a lady named Angel Garrett. Okay. Um, great project, great lady. Um, David and Nicole Binion, um, they they're well known in the praise and worship market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they they just released a project. That I, I was a part of, as well as uh, Mary Alessi, who's You're Martha. You're a busy man. <laughs> wow. Uh, Mary Alessi, um, who's Martha Meninzi's twin sister. Mm-hmm. I, I worked with them for three years in Miami. And so she just released a project a couple months ago or a month ago or so that yeah. I was a part of. Okay. Um, I'm actually preparing to work on William McDowell. William McDowell has, has uh, been well known for the last couple of years yeah. for a song called I Give Myself Away. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're preparing for his next project in December. Congratulations, uh, Clay. You're you're just a busy man. God is blessing you all over the place. And time just flies too quickly. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can just talk to you for hours about music and music ministry. And can we get you back on? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I would love anytime. to get you back on so we can dig deeper into music ministry and <laughs> anytime. how you feel about things. You know, I, I, I really appreciate Times Square and, and Pastor Colin and... Mm-hmm. and um, you know, one of the things when I wrote that thing, going back to that, I appreciate the simplicity of how he delivers a message. And I, I appreciate the the love for God that everybody has here and the diversity and yeah. 
And so just to be, you know, asked to do this and to be a part of, you know, an, another stream of ministry is, sure. is, a, is a pleasure for me and an honor. So when, anytime, I'm there. Well, you got it. I'm going to take you up on that one. Clay Bogan, thank you again for being on Music with a Mission. Thank you, Derek. From the CD, Make Your Presence Known, Falling in Love, one of the many songs written by our guest, Clay Bogan. Take joy, my king, and what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. By the way, we do want to hear what you think about music with a mission. We want your tips, hints, questions, and suggestions. Email your comments to music at timesquarechurch.org, or check out TSC Music on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, visit the website, www.tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and special administrative assistance from Maggie Diaz. Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission.